0: Welcome to the Art of Film Funding. I'm your co-host Claire Papan, along with Carol Dean, author of the best-selling book, The Art of Film Funding. Carol is also the founder and president of From the Heart Productions and the host of this show. Adam Hayes is a multidisciplinary creative and business developer, specializing in web and graphic design, social media, marketing, writing, fundraising, and film production. His clients have included filmmakers, artists, musicians, counselors, healers, rehabilitation centers, biotech companies, and medical doctors. Adam designed and built our crowdfunding platform with Network for Good. He worked extensively with two award-winning From the Heart documentaries, Ground Operations, about sustainable farming for veterans, and Take Back Your Power, About the dangers of smart meters. Adam graduated summa cum laude and Phi Beta Kappa from UCLA. And Carol, I understand that Adam is brilliant with
1: creating websites, right? Yes, Claire, that's one of his many talents. And we're so lucky to have Adam on the show today. Thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Carol. Uh, Really grateful to have an opportunity to share.
1: Great. Because I think, Adam, that lots of filmmakers should be getting money from their website, and I bet you that the majority are not getting what they could get. So, what we want to know from you today is really how to monetize our websites. And let's just start out with how important you think it is for an indie filmmaker to have a website.
2: Yeah, it's it's really absolutely crucial. It's critical nowadays. It's not something that's really optional um, anymore. The industry has just changed so much. Um, The first thing that anyone's going to do if they hear about your film, if you're talking to them or they hear it from someone else, is they're going to search for your website or they're going to type in the name of your film um, to find your site and, and see more. Um, And it can be a major red flag if they're not able to find it, um, especially if you're trying to raise money, uh, if funds are on the table. So you definitely need to have a website, but it also really needs to be a very high quality, um, you know, exceptional um, and very functional website uh, to really maximize the ability to monetize and fundraise and use it as a a really powerful tool for the entire length of, of your film and all of your promotion and all of your fundraising as well.
1: Yes, I think exceptional is a key word here because most filmmakers are exceptional and they're artists, and so they shouldn't try to dumb it down when they do the website. They should go all out, use all of their creative potential, as well as have a functional website. That's important, but creativity on your website is what we're looking for when we look at your film and look at you it's got to be uh, even more creative than you expect your film to be, your website, because you have to assure me as soon as I look at that that you are an artist. Don't you agree?
2: Absolutely. Uh, film is a visual medium, and people can get uh, an impression of your overall style and your professionalism, you know, your creative capabilities, and really it's a preview of the tone and the style and the quality of your film. And it's usually going to be the first thing that people see. So it's absolutely essential that, you know, your website blows people out of the water, that everything that you put out related to your film, your website, your social media, any marketing, you know, branding materials you create, anything, your entire ecosystem of content needs to, you know, match or uh, even exceed the quality of your film um, because there's a lot more you can do with a lot less money than it takes to make a film.
1: Right, people make decisions in a short amount of time, fifteen, yep. eighteen, twenty seconds, bang, yes or no uh, <laughs> so and, and that's been proven you know so they, and within thirty seconds, they make up their mind when you 're pitching them in thirty seconds they've made their mind up. you haven 't even started talking about your film yet, and so they're doing the same thing with your website well let 's uh, think about when is the best time in the Timeline of making the film to set up a website.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and I I just wanted to uh, expand off of what you were saying. Yeah, that thirty seconds is a pretty good guideline um, for being able to make a conscious decision where they're actually going to stop and say, uh, "I want to move forward. I want to donate, learn more, or this this isn't for me. I'm going to do something else." Um, Really, I've also heard a statistic. It's the first seven seconds that you come to a website that you make that, um, you know, real subconscious decision before you really even had a chance to read anything, um, you know, process, what's going on. Um, just the visual impression, how everything's laid out, you know, bits of content that your brain is processing. Um, that all happens within a few seconds. And I even think that right away, like the second that the site pops up, you have this internal switch that kind of flips. Uh, You know, you get like a weaker, strong muscle testing reaction kind of feeling to it. And that that happens in a split second before your conscious brain even really understands what's going on. Um, So just uh, getting back to when is the best time uh, in the length of your film project to build a website. Um, And the answer, uh, as with most things in business and filmmaking, would be yesterday. Um, (laughs) Yesterday. It, it really is your benefit to do it as soon as possible. Um, you know, I know Carol teaches in her class that the average length that of time that it takes to put on a documentary is, what, six to eight years? Is that right?
1: Yes, six to make it, two to distribute it.
2: Well, hope, hopefully with a good website we can do it faster than that. Um, but just, just putting it in the context <clears> – <throat> Of thinking of it as a much longer term uh, project, you know, much bigger, more complicated, more time and energy intensive trajectory over several years, at least, versus a website, which you can put together and have live um, within a month. And the sooner that that's available in your process, whether you're in development, pre-production, fundraising, whether you just had the idea and got the title for the film, or if you're in production, uh, post-production, or if the film's already out and you're in distribution and the festival circuit, the website is crucial for each stage of that process for different reasons. And it can be constantly updated and retooled to be optimized for whatever purpose you're trying to maximize for uh, and capitalize on for that specific uh, portion of where you are in your timeline of your film. Um, the other... Principle to keep in mind, and this is this is actually something that you taught me, Carol, um, and has been uh, fundamental to me in my work and my fundraising, is that your fundraising is your marketing for your film. It's some of the most valuable marketing that you can possibly do, and you know people get really anxious and <laughs> fearful and uptight when they start thinking about money and how much they have to raise. Um, and how wide a gap they have to cover and how much work they have to do uh, to get their film done. But having that website up early um, creates a really valuable platform to start building all of your assets, building your audience, um, giving people a way to get to know you and develop a more personal connection, an emotional connection to you and your team, (coughs) excuse me, and the project. Um, And that's really what is going to, in the long run, those relationships uh, are far more valuable than, um, you know, just sheer number of eyeballs. I'd much rather have a hundred, you know, close, high level, uh, high network friends and allies that can help promote my work than 10,000 people that are just, you know, seeing it for the first time on launch day and just learning about it versus these are people that, you know, they've been with me the entire time through the development of the film, through my fundraising process. They've seen everything that's being done. They've gotten to know me. These are the people that are going to fund the film. It has to come from within your own audience. You cannot depend on Indiegogo or Kickstarter um, or even our network to, to fund it. You know, we can certainly put it out there and help help promote it, And Kickstarter and Indiegogo and platforms like that um, can as well. But it's very, very rare for just a stranger to come across your crowdfunding campaign um, and make a donation on the spot. Contrary to popular belief, there's not a lot of millionaires just scrolling through uh, crowdfunding sites (laughs) looking to give their money away, unfortunately. So we really do have to depend on our own audience. It's the, the money that can come in through the project is going to be a function of the time and energy that you put into audience building and developing relationships and your outreach. um, And then capitalizing on that in a strategic um, way at the right time. And your website becomes the primary kind of headquarters and home base um, for the entire ecosystem of content and the entire life uh, of your film and your audience. It's, it's the home for your community It's the extended universe uh, for your film. So uh, to answer your question, uh, get started right away. That that was a long way to start right now, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes
1: it's the price that shocks people and they say, oh my gosh, I can't do that. But there are ways to build a site with the intent to have the, the big site that you want, but start out with, uh, so you, you build a platform that you can use to expand, but you start with what you need at the moment, right? And then you, as exactly. you yeah.
2: get money yeah. in, you yeah. can
1: put it into the website and keep building on it as you go along.
2: It's, it's, you, you have to think of it as a living, breathing thing um, that's evolving as your project evolves and as more funding comes in and resources and people come to the table. And that happens organically um, and it can also reach a point where it starts happening exponentially, which is the kind of like the principles that I try to work with in business and, and the web design is how to create platforms um, that automate that process where you put in a bunch of time up front to get the machinery and the infrastructure set up. And then that basically runs itself. It becomes a free energy machine And it doesn't take a lot to tip that emotion. And then once funding starts coming in, you can, you know, grow as much as you want. There's no limit. And um, I'll I'll talk a bit more about this later, but um, like Forks Over Knives started as a documentary and has now turned into a massive movement. Um, I don't know what their first iteration of their website was, but it was probably just a basic informational site. Uh, about the film but now the film is just one page on their website it's like a hundred page website they have thousands of articles and mobile apps and movies and you know short films and pictures and everything you can possibly imagine it's massive and it's just something that grows over time as the interest builds the audience builds the movement builds and the funding builds so it doesn't don't think of it like this big overwhelming thing um you know, like everything else, it's the journey, not the destination. And for very, very little time and work up front, you can at least get the foundation set up to build it, build on. Um, Absolutely. And, um, yeah. And just I, in you terms know, I love Marks
1: Over Knives, Adam, because I just want to say to you, I love that. Because here's a guy who had an idea to make a film because he got very much into the benefits of vegetarian food. And uh, he, he took a leap, made the film, and then he realized that it was much more than a film. The film is now, like you said, that's one page, but it's a movement. And there's so many films out there that i see coming into my film grant that are movements they're not films they're they're they should be expanded into a a full movement and particularly when you recognize the need that is out there for the subject matter of your film right
2: yeah absolutely um and especially with you know the majority of the from the heart filmmakers um, the documentaries in particular, you know, 90 plus percent uh, ballparking are some kind of socially conscious or cause based or humanitarian or something otherwise, you know, that could um, engage uh, an interest space and a, a specific fan base that would go wild for that sort of thing. Um, but you really have to think sure. of it like that, you know, it's, There's your static film, there's your assets, your static assets that you have to get out there, Um, but you need to think about the machinery and the vehicle and the movement and, you know, uh, how to get from point A to point B and more than that, how to accelerate it, how to set it up so that it's building on its own and get to a point where your community is now so strong and engaged that they've actually taken the lead and they're building your site and your presence themselves through their contributions, and they're bringing exactly. the funding in, and they're bringing the people in, and they're you know, bringing investors to the table.
1: That's what you want. That is it. That's brilliant. Well, all right. Let's talk about um, what you're designing your site to appeal to your specific audience. Can you give us any ideas on that?
2: Yeah, um, the design is really, really crucial, um, you know, the visual and the layout, um, and then we'll talk more about functionality and content. Um, but just, again, reiterating how, how much you have to view your website um, and also any other uh, marketing materials or creative materials you put out there as a reflection um, and a preview of your film and your expertise as a filmmaker, your professionalism, your talent, your intelligence, um, all of that. Uh, the first exposure people will have to that is your film. So it needs to be designed with aesthetics in mind. Um, really the, the first step, um, is to identify yourself. Uh, what is the primary action or few actions that you want someone coming to your website to take. So do you want them to donate to your campaign? Um, Is it to watch and share your trailer, come to your film screening, buy your film, uh, you know, post about it on social media, join your newsletter, identify what those primary actions uh, that you want people to take are. And that's going to dictate to you how you design uh, the layout and the content and the flow of your site. And the idea is that once people come to the site, they're being guided through an experience um, that you're essentially designing for them. You know, they have to make the choices and click the buttons, but you're kind of laying out the trail um, and the map for them to follow and then guiding them along uh, seamlessly to to the actions that you want them to take. So if you're trying to get them to the buy the book page or to buy your book as quickly as possible, you want to make sure that that book, uh, you know, the image of the book is available for sale right there on the top of the page. If you want them to see your trailer, make sure the trailer is on the top of the page um, that that first section. So if you open your computer and you open a window um, you know, it's open top to bottom, just normal window. That first section or really even the first three quarters, a half of that screen is your primary real estate on your website. Um, That's the first thing people are going to see that you almost need to think of it almost like its own little mini site. That first top section before you even need to scroll down and read anything else needs to be completely self-contained and self-evident and be enough to lead people to the next step that you want them to take. Um, this is
1: the most important thing, Adam, because I go to I go to a lot of websites, you know, to see what people are doing when they apply for the film grant, for example, and I expect them to tell me what to do. We've gotten trained, because if you go uh, anywhere on anybody's website, usually that like Amazon, any of the top people, they'll tell you. Click here. Go to this page. Read that. Buy this. So I think it's ingrained in us now. And what is it you want me to do becomes the question when you pull up a new website. Yeah.
2: And the, the worst thing. The worst thing that can happen is someone comes to your site and is just totally lost. You know, it's too cluttered, or they don't know where to go, or it's hard to read, or or whatever. Um, it's just not. It's not going to convert. You have to. It's all about getting them to go through the actions and converting them into into customers or fans or, or whatever that metric is.
1: Yes, customers or fans, because you never know. This is what's so much fun about people who uh, you have picked up along the way. You you just know that they're out there, but you have no idea of their wealth, and you have to consider that you probably have around 5 or 10% of your names who are wealthy wealthy people and can really help you fund your film so uh, uh absolutely got, and right? this,
2: is, this is this is more on um you know the marketing fundraising side which is a whole other conversation um in itself Um, but I mean, really with the way that social media is nowadays and LinkedIn and Facebook and just professional networking and how business is done nowadays and how films are made, you're uh, pretty much everyone on this call is one or two degrees of separation away from getting to anyone else on the face of the planet. And I like to, I really try to make that clear to people. You want to get to someone, you want to get to Bill Gates or Leonardo DiCaprio or Steven Spielberg It's probably a series of, you know, one to two to three steps to get there. Um, And you never know who your audience is going to know. And the way that viral uh, social media audience building works is it's exponential. So once you reach that tipping point, um, it starts expanding on its own. And your audience builds and builds and builds uh, parabolically rather than linearly. Um, on its own and from that network you can leverage their entire network then you have access to their first degree connections and then their second degree connections and then those people's connections um it's
1: amazing so, yeah. this is, it's wonderful
2: yeah um so that's that's really kind of where my <laughs> my philosophy and thinking is going uh around this and film funding and business in general and uh, I'd love to share a bit more about that because um, I, I think I have a model to make it all work and basically make it free for people to get this uh, beginning part set up, um, and then I could get paid. You know, only if there was uh, plenty of funding coming in. But I'm so oh, I'm so confident in this system and being able to get this self up stuff up and get it gets funding coming in that I can do the initial stuff and the consulting uh, for free until it starts paying off.
1: Oh my gosh, that'd be fabulous, Adam. Because you, they've got to keep adding new content always, right? Because if you want people to keep coming back to see what's the latest or the latest blog or something. Uh, to keep
2: absolutely, yeah. I mean, people kind of, uh, in general, there's a thought like social media is what you're updating Constantly, and that's like your active, you know, evolving living thing. And then your website is something static. Really, your website um, should be a mirror for your social media and then a lot more. Um, So think of your social media, you know, your social media campaign is one thing, but that social media campaign is just one component of the content on your website. Uh, that you can include and that you're going to be constantly updating. Um, So for uh, dynamic content, um, I mean, there's basically on your website, there's, there's static content and there's dynamic content. So static would be, you know, your final cut of your film trailer, your production images, your headshots, your synopsis, your contact info. Uh, and so on, stuff that's not really going to change in any regular way. Um, And then your dynamic content, um, that's going to be your social media, which you can include as a feed uh, on your website. Um, It can be blogs. It can be a video series that you can create. It's the entire ecosystem uh, of content that you're, that you're including on the site, which includes your social media. It's not separate from your social media. It's the umbrella that includes your social media is your website. Um, so just in in terms of like looking at what kind of dynamic content we can create, um, and add to the site, I think blogging is a really excellent platform for promotion for everyone. Um, but particularly for filmmakers, and artists and creatives and people with a unique voice and an expertise on a certain subject or something they're very passionate about or a charity or movement they're involved in. Um, It's a great way to, you know, easily generate content. Um, You and I are doing it right now, so this is a, a bit meta. Um, I'm going to use this podcast content as some of the best promotional content I've ever gotten from my own work in my life. So I'm thrilled about that. And I'm going to promote the heck out of it and from the heart as well. And it's a win-win for everyone. And this becomes a tool for me that I have for the rest of my life. Um, you know, you can make a podcast. I I produce podcasts as well. Um, you can make one for very, very little upfront costs for equipment. Um, And all you're doing is talking into a phone and having guests over and chatting and, or talking to them on the phone, on your own schedule. And then this is material that you have for the rest of your life and you're building your ecosystem. And, um, it's material that can be repurposed. It can be cut down into, um, you know, different formats for different platforms, different social media, uh, sites. So you can take this audio, um, you know, it's very easy to also run a camera and get video footage, turn that into, you know, a full length, uh, you know, hour long podcast and video podcasts. You can turn it into a 10 minute highlight cut down. Uh, you can turn it into two minute long promo reel, a 30 second commercial, a 15 second short viral video, on same same formats and times for audio clips and you can get it transcribed and then turn that into blogs or pull out quotes and use those quotes and put them over images from your blog or from your film and create memes out of them so from one one show from this one hour show that we're recording right now I'm going to create an entire ecosystem of content <laughs> Uh, Great. you know a hundred pieces of content that I can use on my social media sites and websites
1: oh, and it costs cost
2: nothing but time
1: yeah, but time and creativity right well,
2: well yeah. Then, yeah
1: this is so much fun okay now t- tell me about mailing lists and how important you think it is for filmmakers to have mailing lists
2: Uh, very very important Um. You know, aside aside from your social media and, like, particularly YouTube views uh, for filmmakers, um, your mailing list is going to be one of the most important metrics that you have to know how much funding and resources um, and extended network you have available. It's also something that potentially investors and funders might ask you about if you're submitting a business plan uh, or a marketing plan, they're going to want to know how many people are on your mailing list. Um, I know certain grants ask that too. It's a metric to know uh, how established it is. Um, So your mailing list can be a really valuable tool. I know a lot of people that have a mailing list and they have a decent size mailing list, um, but they're not using it in any way. Maybe they'll send out a newsletter once a month and You know, quite honestly, I think I've deleted every one of those that I've ever gotten, uh, except for yours, Carol. Um, (laughs) So it's actually, um, you know, it's not – newsletters are great. It's great for, like, kind of general big picture, hey, see what we're up to, you know, keep keep involved, that kind of thing. But it's not necessarily acting as a very powerful marketing tool in terms of conversions and sales and, and getting donations. Um, so just really quick talking about how to actually implement uh, that newsletter onto your site. You definitely want it to be featured prominently, you know, could be up at that top section could be just scroll down a little bit. Um, what I usually do on my sites is there's a way you can just anchor a little button to the side of the screen. So when you scroll up and down, it, it stays there and people can put in their newsletter. Uh, they can put in their information at any time and subscribe. Uh, you want it to be the call to action. You want something to be that's, uh, unique and engaging, um, you know, relevant, hopefully to your brand and your project. So rather than just like join our newsletter, um, you know, it's more like join the tribe or join the movement um, or something like that. And, you know, if you want to do it, uh, something that's playing off of the theme of your film, like you're making a Frank Sinatra film, you could do join the Rat Pack or something like that. That's just a stupid example, but um, make it, you know, fun and inviting for people to want to sign up. Um, and it's also great to incentivize them with some kind of free gift. Um, you know, something that's valuable and unique to the project, kind of just like you would do for a crowdfunding campaign. And that could be a free ebook, it could be a copy of the script, you know, uh, behind the scenes footage, blooper reel, uh, production stills whatever that might be for your project that's something that people would actually be like wow uh you know i'd really like to get that um let me sign up um and then totally
1: uh, listen i have to say to you that's the most important thing you have everybody wants to know what's in it for me oh my god i don't want another newsletter thank you very much but join my community, join my tribe. Now now I'm interested. So what's the community, what's it all about? Sell me, you know? Yeah. Oh, you're going to give me something wonderful I can't live without? Okay, you're going to get my email address, which is precious. But that's how you get it. You're really right here, Adam.
2: Yeah, and then um, so that's, that's the design aspect of it. But then looking at the back end, um, MailChimp and Constant Contact are both good. I I usually prefer MailChimp. Um, It seems to be a bit more user-friendly and and better design, but they both work. Um, Most people are really wasting the capabilities of those programs. There's some very, very simple things that you can do with your mailing list um, that set into motion that exact thing that I've been talking about of automating your audience building. Um, And also, as strange as it sounds, there's a way to automate through your mailing list developing a personal relationship with your audience such that they feel that they're actually, you know, communicating with you and that they're becoming more involved and connected to the project um, over time as a result of uh, what's called a welcome series, which is a series of pre-scheduled automated um, emails that you write in advance. They're personalized, you know, to the person's name and each one of these is scheduled. So when a person signs up for your newsletter uh, for your mailing list, they'll receive something a confirmation uh, immediately when they sign up, Um, you know, a thank you letter. Thanks so much for joining. Here's your free gift. And then with MailChimp and Constant Contact, you can set up a welcome series so that, three days later, a week later, two weeks later, a month later, two months later, whatever that schedule is, they're getting another email automatically that's already been pre-written. It's working on its own. It's passive. You don't have to do anything once it's set up. Um, And you you can literally schedule them out for months or even years in advance worth of content. And, um, and you can always send more, you can always, you know, send out a blast if you have something in the moment that you want to share, but there's a way to evergreen that content so that it's always relevant. Um, and always going to be valuable throughout the life of your film. So people are receiving these emails and each one is, is asking them to complete a single action step. So you might not want to ask people, you probably wouldn't want to ask someone who just signed up for your mailing list to give you money on the first email that you send them instead, uh, the first email you send might be like, uh, you know, just another thank you. In addition to the free gift, we already sent you here's another exclusive behind the scenes, uh, footage. And the next, uh, the next email might be, here's a special coupon code for a promotion off of X, Y, and Z. And the next one might be, Hey, have you checked out our Facebook page? Make sure you like it and share on your friends. And then by email, you know, five, six, or seven, uh, a month later, you can say we're raising money for the film. Um, this is what's been done. This is what we need. This is where the money's going. Would you be willing to make a donation today? But that only can occur, and it's only going to be effective and convert after some time has elapsed, and they've had a, had some time to connect with your project and get to know you, you know, take a couple action steps. It's, um, it's like that principle of boiling the frog. Um, so you can't just throw the frog into the boiling water, but if you put it in and slowly raise the temperature over time, by the time it's boiling, it doesn't feel it. Um, and then it dies, but that's, that's another story. (laughs) <laughs> but
1: anyway, okay. um, well, wait, wait a minute. I, I have to say you're, it's really important to recognize what you're saying here. Don't jump on them with an ask. Uh, g- join the tribe. Get involved. Be part of it. Make them feel connected and give them something, information, uh, gifts, uh, discounts, whatever you can do or a raffle or a whatever anything you can do to keep them as a unit and and caring about your film. And then you can ask because the biggest complaint that people have is that I haven't heard from you in two years. You've been just too busy to even email me. And all of a sudden you're making a film and now you want money. And that that upsets people. So what I say is start out, if you're looking for money, And tell me what you're doing. Say hello. You haven't heard from me. I've been busy making a film. And tell them about you and your film. And don't ask. And then weeks later, the film is doing really well. This is happening. That's happening. Please let's connect. And eventually, yes, after a month, six weeks, you can ask for money. But you can't, you will really uh, have irate friends if you ask too fast. So you're very smart. And this letter thing is, what did you call this, where you can schedule your...
2: It's called a a welcome series. That's kind of the marketing buzzword for it right now.
1: Welcome series. Okay, Uh, that is a great idea for filmmakers. I think that's brilliant.
2: Yeah, so, so, I mean, that's, that's the kind of thing I'm talking about when I say, like, I can get the machinery set up, you know, really fast without charging up front and once like that kind of stuff is in place then it just starts uh making money and funding itself and it just builds and builds and builds
1: wow that's exactly right yes it will it'll fund itself well uh, shall we go to search engine optimization and find out oh
2: uh, i I wish that? we I wish we wouldn't but <laughs> 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 yeah it's uh pro- probably one of my least favorite things to talk about um it's pretty tedious it's it's very important um i think overall it's probably less important for filmmakers um than it is for like businesses and e-commerce um mostly because uh the the majority of your traffic is going to be coming from people directed to your site uh through your social media blogs referrals or they've heard the name of the film um and they google search for it um specifically So an exception to this um, where it might actually be really valuable for a film is if you're doing a film about someone or something that's really specific uh, that people might be searching for anyway in high volume. So, for instance, if someone is going to search for like Marilyn Monroe and your website for your amazing Marilyn Monroe documentary comes up on the first page of Google, that's going to be a huge traffic source. Um, so if your film is in that category, it might be worth it to look at investing into SEO some more. Um, it's a very complicated science. Um, it's extremely time consuming. It can be very expensive. Um, it's constantly changing. So it's like you really need to have someone that is in the know with what's going on. And Google's algorithm is changing, you know, every second. Um, So unless you're an expert or you have money to hire someone, for the most part, I would just make sure that you have your basics covered um, on your website. So just a a few small things to make sure uh, to keep track of. Um, Making sure that your main keywords are featured prominently uh, on your main page and throughout your site. And these are most likely going to be the name of the film and the filmmaker, um, possibly keywords about the topic of your film, like Marilyn Monroe documentary or wheelchair basketball documentary or whatever that is. So you just want to make sure that your SEO is set up enough so that someone searches for your film name or for your name, that your site is going to come up uh, at the top top page of Google, first page of Google. Um, doing a lot of blogs is a really good way to improve SEO because you're constantly adding content. Copying your social media content onto your site, um, you know, through a feed or just copying pasting it into its own place is really good for SEO. There's a tool, a tool uh, called SEM Rush, and it has a free version, um, which is somewhat limited, but it, I think it gives you like 10 keywords for free. It's a keyword research tool. Um, where you can check out the volume and competitiveness of different keywords and make a plan that way. Um, and it also has uh, a lot of other really good analytics and marketing tools as well. I don't think it's super expensive, but I'm not sure the price uh, offhand, but I know you can at least do the key re- keyword research uh, part of it for free uh, to some degree. Okay. Um, Wait a minute. You that all- is
1: S-E-M-R-U-S-H?
2: Correct. S-E-M. Yeah.
1: Okay. That sounds great.
2: Yeah. It's, it's pretty handy. Um, the other, uh, free plugin on WordPress is called Yoast. That's uh, Y O A S T, and it comes pre-installed with, uh, WordPress. It's usually just set up when you start a new site. Um, and all it does is it gives you, like, green, yellow, red light for different uh, different points about your SEO on your site. So if something is not what it should be, if your word count's not high enough, if your images aren't tagged properly, um, if, you know, you don't have enough external links, it'll tell you just at the bottom of your uh, editing page, these are the things that you need to fix. And usually it's not too tough. Um, so if you can just get all of those to green lights, that's probably going to be sufficient for your SEO for 99% of filmmakers. Um, unless you're doing something, you know, like I mentioned before, like the Marilyn Monroe documentary. Um, the other thing, and this is pretty small is make sure your images have good titles that have keywords, and also the alt tags and descriptions of the images because those are also things that Google reads and people can find your film uh, by coming across your images as well. Um, When they might not even be searching for your film, the image might lead them to your film. So you want to make sure that those are getting featured uh, on Google as well. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the basics for filmmakers, uh, SEO, it can get a lot okay. more complicated.
1: All right. Well, what web uh, design platforms do you recommend?
2: I, um, I work exclusively in WordPress now. Um, it's really kind of become the industry standard. It can be a bit more challenging um, to use and learn, but it just has way, way more capabilities and ability to customize and implement functionality and third-party programs. Um, you know, kind of think of it like how your iPhone uh, has the best mobile app uh, selection. You can get a ton of third-party plugins with WordPress that you can't really get anywhere else. Um, Squarespace I've heard is pretty good too. It's definitely designed, it has a visual design. Uh, kind of theme and it's you know very user friendly and easy to use. Um, it just doesn't have quite the same functionality as WordPress but if you're looking to do something quick and easy that's going to look good and cover your basic needs, uh, that might be a good option. I've had a really bad experience with Wix. Um, I haven't used it in a couple years so it might be better now. But when I did use it it was just very clunky and um the coding just it wasn't well programmed. Um and it's also very bad for SEO because it reads text as images, it doesn't read it as text. Um so it's very bad for SEO. Oh, and just um if you do decide to use WordPress, um there are some templates that are specifically designed for filmmakers. Uh, I haven't actually used any of them, but there's a lot of them out there that look really good. Um, if you want like a, a drag-and-drop visual design kind of template for WordPress that's more like uh, a Squarespace kind of platform, there's a couple of templates uh, that are pretty good. Uh, one is called Divi, D-I-V-I, And the other one is Avada, A-V-A-D-A. And there's a learning curve to both, but they're some of the more user-friendly templates, um, and they also have uh, a lot of capabilities, a lot of room to grow.
1: Okay, that's really good advice. Well, uh, anything else that you want to mention?
2: Um, I did want to touch a bit just on analyzing your traffic from the site. Yeah. Um, so once, once you get the site set up, um, you can't really just assume that your work is done. Um, once you start getting that traffic, you really have to analyze how that traffic is behaving on your site and where it's coming from. um, and exactly what people are doing, what decisions they're making, when they come to the site, how long they spend on certain pages, what do they click on, what do they not click on, when do they leave, how long does it take them to make a donation, uh, and so on and so on. Um, And then so that's internal to the site, and then looking externally, you want to track what sources are leading people to your website, and you can set up custom, custom tracking links. To see if people are coming through your Facebook post, your tweet, your email newsletter, your blogs, video trailer, presentation, uh, presentation materials, whatever. Um, it's a little more advanced, but it's very, very important for your marketing and your social media campaign. Very important. Um, also, really quick, uh, it's really good to set up a landing page for your site. Um, so this is basically just a pop-up that comes up when someone comes to the page. Uh, comes to your site for the first time, usually a couple seconds, but you can delay it however you want. You can also set it up so it's like a, a first page they have to come to and click through to get to your main site before they can even get to your main site. And this landing page should feature your main single primary call to action. So buy the film, share the film, donate, whatever that is, sign up for your newsletter, that landing page is specifically developed and optimized uh, for that purpose to get them to complete one single action. Lead pages is the most popular program for that, but there's tons of them. If you just Google search, set up a landing page. uh, There's hundreds and hundreds of them. Um, Just wrapping up a couple other small things here. Um, mobile readiness, mobile responsiveness is absolutely critical. It's not just an afterthought. Um, last year, over half of all the U S traffic, web traffic and global traffic were on mobile devices and it's going up year after year after year. Um, so if you're choosing a web design program and template, and when you're doing your design, you have to make sure that it's hundred percent mobile responsive or else you're going to lose up to half your audience. Um, You want to make sure all your loading times are quick, um, all your images, videos, content need to be optimized for web. If a person has to wait 20 seconds for the site to load, they're just going to lose interest and go do something else. And it will also lower your your SEO ratings if your site is too slow. Um, You want to register your domain as soon as you have a title for the film. Um, So make sure your billing is up to date and your domain and hosting are set to auto-renew the worst thing that can possibly happen is that you lose your site. Uh, if your domain expires, someone else might snatch it up and then try to sell it back to you for an insane markup. But I think that actually happened to you, Carol. Uh, <laughs> no,
1: yes, it did. It was amazing. $1,700 to buy my own thing back. That was incredible. So, of course, oh I, my God. I just let it go. Yes. The, 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 yeah the little so, tips like this, thank you so much. This is all so important. You do't have any idea of the weight of information you've given us today. It's an incredible amount and we thank you. yeah i'm
2: i I'm, I'm happy just to talk um you know to anyone that's interested. I'm happy to do a first phone call for free and just get a sense of their project and talk about you know a possible strategy and any feedback I can give. I'm happy to offer that. Uh, okay. For any from the heart filmmakers.
1: A of, yeah, a lot of people are sitting out there with websites that are not paying off, that they don't, and and they could really benefit from a consultation to find out what is it I need and what would you say are the most critical things? What would you do first, second, and third, and what will this cost? Yes. All that is really important because we we are missing money if we don't, Be aware. This is the first thing you've done is you've made us all aware of what's really going on behind the website. Uh, And now, once you know, the next thing is to take an action step and find out what can I do and what will it cost me and how long will it take. So that would be excellent, Adam, for you to work with people to give them some advice. So, all right, uh, so you're available to work on websites for consulting, right?
2: Well, um, available is a, is a tricky word. I'm right in the middle of a production right now, um, and I'm juggling several different projects, but I certainly have time to talk, and um, my schedule should be opening up, uh, you know, kind of on and off. So it's the kind of thing that I can, I can kind of just do um, as, as the time makes itself available. Um, but I have to be a bit selective about what I can take on at this point. Um, but, yeah, web, web and graphic design, uh, fundraising consultant or help with fundraising, social media, blogging, writing, event production, um, video film production, really anything that you might need for the entire length of your film um, I can help with or at least steer you in the right direction.
1: That's fabulous. Okay, tell us how people can reach you.
2: Um, My, uh, email address is Adam Douglas Hayes and that's H E Y E S E as an Edward, Adam Douglas Hayes at gmail.com. You can also find me on Facebook Facebook or LinkedIn, uh, Adam Douglas Hayes, M A on LinkedIn.
0: I'll also, uh, let our listeners know that, uh, You can see his contact information on the description of the show, on the page of the show. So it's easy to find there as well. And there are a few links to some examples of some of Adam's
1: work in the description as well. Great. Claire, thanks for putting that up because that's the next thing. Thank you. Anything you, you want to add, Adam?
2: Are we uh, running out of time, or did you want me to give a couple examples of websites they might want to take a look at?
1: Yes, give a couple examples. We've got like five minutes.
2: Okay, perfect. Yeah, the Forks Over Knives website uh, is really, really excellent uh, example of that larger ecosystem we've been talking about um, and building the movement and how the film can be just one component of a much bigger picture and a much bigger vision and how all of that works synergistically and builds upon itself. Other good sites. I like the website, um, for the film, the horror film hereditary. Um, it was very like minimal, uh, content wise. It was really just streamlined to get people to watch or buy the film after it had already come out. Um, but they do some, they have like a video loop in the background of scary clips from the, the movie playing and creepy music and, it's very, very effective. I mean, you can get the feeling that, um, you know, this film is scary because the website itself is actually scary. Um, so that's a great example of the style of the website, previewing the style and the feel of the film. Hell or High Water has a pretty good site. Um, it's just really professional and clean. It also is a, a really good example of that social media feed I was talking about there's a film called Bloodsworth, which has a good website. It's a pretty simple design, but it definitely captures the aesthetic of the film and all the info and action items are really clear on the homepage. Um, You can open the site immediately and see the style the trailer, you know, the short synopsis, the buttons to buy the film, host a screening and the mailing list sign up right there at the top. So that's a good sample uh, example of organization. And honestly, probably the best site I've found for films is for a film that I worked with. Um, I came on board for the marketing and web development after the film had already been released uh, for Take Back Your Power by Josh Del Sol, who's an amazing filmmaker, amazing film. The site that he's built right now is www.takebackyourpower.net. And he also has the film for free now, an updated version of the film for free, and I highly recommend it. Um, but I, I helped with an earlier version of the site, but he's done a ton of work uh, since I was working on him, and he just knocked it out of the park. This is a really, really phenomenal website, um, but this is probably you know, more like a ten dollars to $20,000 website uh, than a $1,000 website. But if you want to see what a really, really good website looks like, uh, net.
1: Great. Okay, Adam. Well, you've done a great job teaching us so much about websites and explaining to us how we can monetize things. And it's simple. It's just recognizing the difference between one site and another. You clearly defined I think it's very simple. And going to Bloodsworth will immediately you'll see how fast you connect to what it is you're supposed to do. It's right there. So we'll take a look at the other websites. And thank you very much, Adam. I hope that you will continue to make your film that you're working on that all goes well on production.
2: Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on today. I really appreciate it.
1: Okay. And, Claire, thank you for your support and the help.
0: Sure, yes. So uh, so glad to have you on the show, Adam. A wealth of information
1: there.
2: Thanks so much, okay. Claire. Great to, uh, great to reconnect with you, too.
1: Okay, thank you so much, Adam. Have a great day. Okay, bye. bye.
0: And also for and our al- listeners, I want to tell you how grateful we are for the donations you've given at FromTheHeartProductions.com to support our podcast. We'd love to hear from you with ideas for more shows. What are some topics that you'd like covered? Who do you want interviewed? We're always open to your feedback, so just let us know. And please join us next week on The Art of Film Funding. Be well, everyone. Now, in its second edition, Carol Dean's popular book, The Art of Film Funding, has 12 new chapters to cover all areas of film financing and how to avoid expensive pitfalls. Learn how to start with an idea and end with a trailer. How to make an ask for money. Create your story structure and your trailer. Legal advice, fair use, successful crowdfunding, how to ask for music rights, and what insurance you can't shoot without. Available on Amazon under Carol Dean and at FromTheHeartProductions.com.